0: Likutei is Chelik Tezva, Volume Fifteen, the Sicha for Teves, which obviously speaks about the month of Teves, and in this Sicha we will get to learn the greatness of the Jewish body and how it, specifically the body of a Jew, more than the soul, provides that quote pleasure for Hashem Himself. Just a few things to help us flow through the Sicha. There's a verse that compares Hashem, meaning Havaya Yutke Vavke. The emanation of godliness to the sun. It says that just like the sun gives out light, it gives out warmth, so too Hashem gives out that light, that warmth, that spirituality. Another thing, Ish be Isha, typically a man and woman, that is usually a metaphor for the relationship between Baruch and us and Hashem. Hashem is considered to be the Ish and Hashem. The Knesset Yisro, we're considered to be like the Isha. Also, in terms of the soul and the body, the neshama and the guf, the guf, the body, is more likened to the Isha, whereas the uh, soul that gives, that gives off, radiates, and gives off the energy, the light, that is likened to the Ish. Another thing, another contrast between the neshama, the, the soul, and the body, the neshama represents Gilu Yelikus, the revelation of godliness, because you see their godliness. It's obvious. When there's a soul in the body, you see that it's alive. You see that obvious life. Whereas the goof, the body, typically is a agent which conceals on the godliness. You don't see the godliness, you see the body. It doesn't show you, it doesn't allow you to see outright the godliness that's there. Let's go into the Sicha. So, Rosh Chodesh tevis always falls out on Hanukkah. Now, it's called Roish. It's not called the beginning of the month. It's called the head of the month. The head is something which is Koilos. It includes the entire month. That's why Roish Chodesh is called Roish Chodesh. Now from this we could understand. That this is the case. That the Roish Chodesh Teves. The head of the month of Teves. Which includes the entire month of Teves. Falls out on Hanukkah. That there's an inherent connection between. Hanukkah and Tevis. Another thing. If you look at the month of Tavis, which we said is all included in this one day, there are two highlights in this month. There are two significant days. Of course, the first one being Asarabitavis, the tenth of Tevis, which is a fast day in which we mourn the fact that the siege was laid on Jerusalem, which is really the beginning of the exile of all the uh, all the events that happened after that as a result of that. And then of course there is the Haft Tavis, the 24th of Tevis, which is the yurt site of the Alter Rebbe. Now, since these are two days that are established, firmly established, as part of the month of Tevis, so it follows that this is has a special connection between this and the general theme of what Tevis is all about and how it connects to Hanukkah. What is it then? So if we will look in the Megillus Esther, is actually perhaps the only place in Tanakh where the month of Tevis is mentioned and explicitly, and there it says that Esther that Esther that was taken to the palace of the king of Hashverish, it was in the 10th month, counting from this sun. and it says this is the month of Tevez, and this, the Chazal, the, our sages comment in Meseches Megillah, that what was significant about the fact that she was taken in this month, how did it make it special, why is the Megillah telling it to us? Because it tells us this is Yerach, this is a month, that the body, one's body, Nena takes pleasure from another body, from, from a from a, goof, from a body. Why is that? I mean, simply speaking, as Rashi explains, because in this month it is extremely cold, typically, in many, many climates. And therefore, the warmth of one body provides pleasure, provides benefit for another body. Now, we know that everything that we see in the Gashmias the world, in the material world, actually is an expression or evolves from the spiritual realm. In other words, the cold, that chill that there is here in this world, in Gashmias, in this time of the year, is actually a result of the fact that in the spiritual realm there's some kind of chill. What is that chill? Well, we know that during the months of the summer, the fact that the sun shines so strong and the fact that it's hot, that is representative of the fact that there is a great revelation of godliness, and it's an auspicious time and actually very easy time to get closer to Hashem. So you understand that the opposite of that is in the months of, uh, the months of, uh, the winter months, that is, when it's cold, especially and specifically the month of Tevis, when it's the height of the cold, the height of the chill, there, there isn't the obvious revelation of Godliness. There isn't, so to speak, the natural revelations of Godliness. And that's why then there is a greater effect and a greater advantage to our Avoida of Hashem by more so than any other months of the year. And this is what the sages hint to when they say that the goof is na a guf, that the body derives benefit, derives pleasure from the other body. Meaning, because as we said in the introduction, Ishvi Isha, man and woman, this is really a marshal for the relationship between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and us, Knesset Israel. So, so to speak, the goof, meaning Hashem, the ultimate body, which really, as the Rebbe will explain later, goof. Is the goof of something, meaning the actual thing itself, that is a reference to the essence. The essence of godliness has pleasure, so to speak, from the goof, from the simple, basic goof, the body of a yid. Now, since everything in, is exact, everything in Torah is one hundred percent exact and accurate. Therefore, this expression, that goof nen goof is not just ambiguously to say Hashem and Knesset Israel. But this is telling us, like we just said, the goof, the atmus, the essence of Hashem is deriving pleasure from the goof, the body of a yid. Not just the soul of a Jew, but more so the body of a yid. You see, in the summer, when, like we said, the sun shines in its full force, that, of course, is representative of the fact that Hashem, is shining his light there's a revelation of godliness that is mainly the avoida of the nishama. it's 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 everything is revealed the neshama is a revealed as we said in the introduction a revealed state of godliness and in other words the body the guf does not serve as a concealment and it does not impede on the light of the nishama just like the sun shines out in its full force and nothing blocks it however when it comes to winter when it's all gloomy, it's all dark, that's when, quote, the light of Hashem, the sun of Hashem, is not shining in a revealed manner, then, the avoider is the goof, the body itself, the focus becomes on the body of a yid, to elevate and to purify the body itself, in other words, not to just overwhelm it like we do in the summertime, so to speak, with the light of the soul, and therefore the body, by default, tags along, so to speak, in order to to do Torah and mitzvahs, but here the main focus in the winter, in the winter months, on those quote-unquote gloomy months, when you don't see the revelation of godliness, the main focus is, and the absolute objective, is to elevate the body. And in the month of Tevis, where it's it's especially cold, it's considered to be the coldest month, then this avoida this mode of service of Hashem, is in its heightened state. Because you see, in the other months of the winter, Perhaps, although it's cold, but there is still a little warmth, so to speak. It's not the epitome of cold, and therefore there's a little warmth With that is synonymous with the revelation of godliness. So there still is the light of the neshama that could be seen. But in the month of Tavis where it's absolutely cold, which that is a representation of total concealment of the warmth, the shine of godliness, that's when the Avoida is, specifically with the gulf specifically with the body and through the body and that is what the Chazal meant when they said Haguf, nenem in aguf, that the essence of Hashem has pleasure from the body itself so the Rebbe brings a story to illustrate this that the Frida Rebbe related in the name of the Semach Tzedek, a story that happened with the Baal Shem Tov. The Baal Shem Tov very much loved light he liked when the place was physically illuminated. One time In a winter, cold winter night, there wasn't enough light in the shul. And the students didn't have any candles. So the Baal said to them, go outside and take eislicht. In English, literally translated, ice candles. Now, what is ice candles? We know them as icicles. In Yiddish, they're called candles because they look like they're dripping. And like the dripping of a candle. So they give the impression of of somewhat look like candles. And that's where they get their name in Yiddish, eislicht, ice candles. So he says, take some icicles, break them off and put them in the uh, candlesticks and light them and they're going to burn. And of course, the students went ahead and did that and they burned and they lit. So the Tzermach Tzedek said, said, said about this, the Tzermach commented that by the Hasidim and the Tamidim, the disciples of the tev, they would they, 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 they burned, meaning they lit and they illuminated even ice even ice candles, even icicles were able to light and, and illuminate the, their surroundings. So what did the Baal Shem to show with this, says the Rebbe? That he illustrated how the ice itself can become warm. How the ice itself can become an agent of light. Not that you, it ceased to be ice and therefore it gave off light. But while it remained ice, while it remained icicles, it gave off the light. And this is similar to the idea over here. It's not that we try to overwhelm the body with the Urhanishama with the light of the soul, and therefore, so to speak, have the body cease from being a physical body, but rather while it is a physical body, as it is a physical body, which inherently is an agent which conceals godliness, through it and with it, we're able, we, we are able to elevate it and purify it to a point where it itself gives off the godly light. It itself shines. The question is, How is this possible? How can we possibly make the body give off light? In other words, where does it get the potential for this? How is this possible that the body should be able to give off light without, so to speak, being powered by the neshama in a revealed manner? The answer is, when you think about it, it is actually specifically the the guf, the body, that has a direct link, a direct shaykhus to atzimus of Hashem, to the essence of Hashem. You see, the soul, the neshama, is an agent of revelation. It's Oyer and And therefore, what it ha- it has a direct connection to the revealed part of Hashem, meaning the name of Hashem, Yudke vovke all the various emanations and revelations. However, the body, which doesn't overtly have this, it doesn't seem to have any of this, yet Hashem, as we know, chose the body of a Yid. Who's Hashem? Who chose it? The Atzmus of Hashem. There's a bechira sa The essence of Hashem chose the body of a Yid. And therefore the body of a Yid has a true and direct link. Direct connection to the essence of Hashem. When does this come out? When does this become revealed? Specifically when it's dark. When there's a time of concealment. When there's a time when you don't see godliness. That's when the depth of that connection comes out. And that's when... We, you can we, we, you can appreciate the potential that's there in the body. And this is what is meant when the Chazal say, Guf, Nana, Guf. Back to the, what we said before, that the Guf, the Atzmus, the essence, or like we say, Gufa, the Malka, the essence, the actual presence, essence of the king, is Nana, has pleasure from the Guf, the Guf itself ter, uh, converts into Kedusha. And now we'll appreciate the connection between Teves, the month of Teves, and Hanukkah, as we said in the beginning always falls out on Chanukah that means inherently the month of Tevis is connected to Chanukah what is the idea of the, of the candles of Chanukah? it says in the Pasuk Vahavaya yagiyah choshki. and Havaya meaning Hashem will illuminate the darkness meaning Chanukah's thing is not just to, to light up a light and push away the darkness but the actual chutz the actual outside the actual chutz, darkness itself should become illuminated. And where does this come from? From what power? Well, in that Pasik, in that verse, it doesn't say, Havayah, yagir hashki. it says, V'havayah, and, meaning this is already indicating, this is pointing to something which is even greater. When you say and, that means there's something before, something that comes before havaya, which is the essence of Hashem, which has the power to illuminate even the darkness. And this is what we said, that this is the guf, Atzmus, the essence of Hashem gives power to the goof to the body down here that it, should, it itself should be able to illuminate. And in, and, and, um, in, con- in, in general, says the Rebbe, we can appreciate, the, in a general sense that is, this is the contrast between the avoida of the time of the Beis Amikdash versus the avoida of now. You see, in the times of the Beis Amikdash, Godliness was in a revealed state. They saw the ten miracles in the Besa HaMikdash. All the miracles in and surrounding the Beis HaMikdash made it clear and obvious in a revealed manner that there is Hashem. You didn't have any doubt when you saw it. And you got charged up spiritually when you saw these, these uh, miracles. It was a clear and obvious indicator indicator of Hashem's presence. However, in the time of Golos, when it says, you know, we don't see any of our signs, so to speak, as it says in Tehillim, godliness is very concealed. Or as it says in Yishayu, the darkness blankets the entire earth. And and this is the difference between the Avoidah. The avoidance in the times of Beis Mikdash was more like the void of the Nishama, the void of Havaya. But now in the time of golos it's the avodah, the expression of the depth of the goof, the body, when there's a total concealment, and there, here comes to play, the potential that's in each and every yid, specifically being in the body, specifically being connected to the matter, that comes directly from the essence of Hashem. And now we can, of course, understand the connection between Tevez in general, and the fast of the tenth of Tevez, Asar of teves. You see, because the whole idea of the fast, is that it's the whole? it's the beginning of Golos. It's the beginning of this whole concealment. Now what is the ultimate purpose of the fast? Not just to mourn the past, but if, but more so to do chuba, to transform it, that to bring that this day itself which is the symbol, of perhaps the ultimate symbol of darkness, the beginning of darkness, this day itself, to so convert and, and transform into being a day of sasim v'simcha, a day of joy and happiness, which is the idea? same idea of taking the cold and turning it into heat, taking the concealment and turning it into revelation. And then, of course, we come to the second significant date in the month of Tevis, which is the 24th of Tevis, Chabdalo Tevis, the Yotad al what is, what is significant about the yurt side? This is the day in which all his endeavors of his lifetime, all, all his accomplishments come to a culmination. And they actually become even more effective greater uh, in a greater application to the entire world. Now, what is, if we have to sum up, what really is the culmination? What really is the, the achievement, so to speak, of the Alter Rebbe, but Alter Rebbe took something where there is nothing colder than it. As far as intellect, human intellect is something which is the epitome of coldness because it doesn't have any whatsoever emotions, quote unquote, warmth. And he took that, he took the human intellect and gave it the ability to understand some of the warmest things possible, emunah and Hashem, and feeling of Hashem, love for Hashem, all through and with the intellect. In other words, he took the cold and transformed it into warmth. He took something which it in itself seems to be concealing godliness and that he took and gave it the ability to reveal godliness and appreciate godliness with and through the seichok.